Get ready, it's time. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Each episode of Motherhood Talk Radio features guests who all have a story, experts in their field, and information you won't want to miss. We bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s. From great parenting tips to moms facing some tough challenges, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, everybody. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with life coach Frankie Picasso. She's also an author, a speaker, a radio host. She does all sorts of good things. And we're talking today about beating the post-holiday blues. And, you know, this is typical. You know, after the holidays, we have a letdown. All the parties are over. And then, like, especially for moms, it's just clean up duty, put stuff away. And, you know, for me, it's like go through the kids' Christmas presents, siphon off what they're not going to use. Some things have to be returned. Like it's not fun. And Frankie, with the pandemic and the restrictions on top of it, it's even less fun. This is so true. So many people had a had a real letdown, you know, for the holidays because they didn't get to visit um, with family and their friends. And and then you come into the new year and you think, oh, I'm gonna, you know, here's my New Year's resolutions, and I'm going to, you know, pick myself up, and it's gonna be so much better. Everybody was waiting for 2021, like it was gonna be a panacea, something amazing. And yet, you know, here we are uh, with more restrictions. Kids are at home from school. Um, the only thing that's changed is that the kids are home from school. You're still back at work, working from home, and you're going, where's the relief? Right. I mean, I think, I think, you know, the, the put away stuff is what was getting to me, you know, like it was really an effort for me this year to put the holiday decorations up, to put things up because I didn't me feel too. like separating or yeah. celebrating, you know, it was stressful and, you know, people were sick and dying. And, you know, we had right before Christmas, we had a family member pass away. She was oh, sick. And then right after Christmas, we had another, you know, close friend pass away, a lady we all called grandma, you know, Teresa, we send these shows out to both of you ladies who are wonderful people in my life, but you know, that does not put you in the holiday spirit. And so when you're already trudging through the holidays, I think it was really stressful, especially the shopping. Shopping was insane this year. Absolutely. I mean, I did, obviously I did most of mine online um, because I, I, you know, I'm at a stage now where I can't even bother going to a mall. I, I really can't stand it. However, having said that, the, uh, I did what you did. I, you know, putting stuff away, I put up the tree about three days before Christmas. I said to Dan, I said, I am not going to be that person that doesn't celebrate. You know, we have to at least put the tree up, please. You know, so we put the tree up and okay, I decorated it. Not as fantastic as I normally would, but I did it. And, you know, we weren't having anybody Christmas Eve or Christmas day or kids, maybe they're going to come. We didn't know, you know, it's, however, you know, that's all down. It's all, all the Christmas stuff is put away. 
and I changed that room out for a art studio now. And I'm like, okay, that'll work. Uh, and I went through all my clothes that were all piled up in the, in the armoire. And I went through and I made big bag of giveaways, felt a little bit better, felt a little bit better cleaning house, but I feel like just chucking everything. You just really want a, a fresh start, like really want some, to feel if, if your guys are feeling like I've been feeling it's, it's like you're looking for, for something to look forward to. Yes. And some relief. Yeah. You no, know, when I open the, I have lots of my mom's ornaments and I have, you know, and they all, they're all glass. So everything has to be wrapped up, you know, like wrapped in tissue paper and put in the, the, the special container box. And this year, Frankie, when I opened those boxes, all I thought of was like, I've got to wrap, unwrap all these, then wrap them all and then put them back in storage. So I shut the lids on those four boxes. And then I went on Amazon. I bought some ribbon and I bought some like these, they're, they're supposed to, they're little wood snowflakes that are supposed to be gift tags. And I just hung them all over the tree. And it actually turned out to be a really pretty tree. You know, it was kind of very natural, very woodsy. And I was glad that I did that because I could just whip those suckers in a box. They're wood. They're not going to break. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I'm kind of looking at how do we make things easier for us and more enjoyable? Because when it's such an effort just to do one simple thing and there's no enjoyment in it, like, did you have any enjoyment putting your Christmas tree up? I didn't. Nah, not at all. And I did it by myself. And usually I got somebody there, at least somebody there to help or, you know, go, yeah, let's, you know, do this or do that. I was just me. And I, and I five, two, and I couldn't reach the top and it was pissing me off. And <laughs> <laughs> I needed a little bit higher, you know, and I did it very simply too. I just did ribbons and, and all that, but I've done fishing hook trees before. They're kind of fun too. But yeah, I just did the ribbons. And um, now that the grandkids are coming, they all make something every year. So you have to put, make sure those go back on the tree. Oh, you know? sure. sure. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, yeah, I hear you. It's, it's, it's a lot. I think, especially for moms, you know, with the, with the wrapping and then the, cause then there's also the post Christmas, you know, not only pulling down the trees, yes. and decorations, but in my household, you know, like we have custom closets, you know, with the shelves and the hangers in there. So we kind of look and go, okay, what do we take out to put the new stuff in? So there's a whole nother layer. And, you know, Frankie, now is a really good time as we talk about, you know, how to beat the post holiday blues. We have such a great way to beat the holiday blues. We do. Oh my gosh. And I want to thank our sponsor today, Best Fiends. They were with us last year. They make shows like this possible. And Best Fiends is this one that's like this can't put it down mobile puzzle game that's free to download. Frankie and I have been playing it. Oh my God. Frankie, we have to be playing it almost a year now, don't you think? I think it's, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yep. Now Frankie's in Toronto. I'm in Los Angeles. And we are <laughs> the best of friends, but we can't always, you know, she's got kids and grandkids. I have kids. We both work like there's just a lot going on but where we meet up is on best fiends and what i like about best fiends is that frankie and i can play together we're not only in different countries but we're in different cities we're in different time zones so whenever i get annoyed frankie or you know like putting all the holiday decorations away and, mm -hmm. and cleaning the closets out to make room for the new toys and then dragging the toys that we're donating and the clothes we're donating you know you got to drag those away that's There's right after Christmas cleanup. And I 
sit down and I play Best Fiends and all, all is right in the world because they go, yay, you did a good job because nobody says <laughs> that to me for the closet. And, yeah, you know, like when we beat up on the Slugmageddons and we're, you know, just punching these little suckers, I actually feel better. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. I feel better. And I like that I can send you gifts and you can send me gifts. And so we can continue to play. And that's a lot of fun too. But like I said, I, I played this morning for about an hour. I just find it very relaxing. It's just, you know, it's challenging and it's not chess, but it is a little, it can be, it's a strategic game. Um, so it's, it's not just, you know, mashed colors. It's not, you know, ridiculous like that, but it's, um, it's fun and it's relaxing and it gets you recharged and relax and ready to come back. I took, I took a half hour out or whatever, played and went on with my day. It does. And we, I know I'll play again later today. <laughs> well, and, you know, and we both can attest to, you know, playing for a year now that it doesn't get old. You know, no. there's themes, you know, they have holiday themes, they have little surprises, they have keys and, you know, and it's almost like a little bit like a, like a slot machine when you get the keys and you never know, yeah. like, I'm going to open the key and see what's behind door number one. There's a little rush of pleasure, you know, especially Absolutely. if, you know, you're a mom like the rest of us, which is, you know, we're, we're the, we're the doers in the household. So, you know, yes, we get hugs from our kids and we get little presents and little things they make, but I will tell you with the kids, not in school, there's no teacher telling them to make the card. You know, you have to do all those things yourself, which does kind of rob the surprise out of it. So you get these little surprises along the way with best fiends and they have over a hundred million downloads. It's a five-star rated mobile puzzle game. We play it. We've been playing it for a year. We send each other gifts. We have super fun times when we go ahead of each other more levels events and challenges are added all the time so there's always one more level and boredom and frustration and sadness won't stand a chance because it's got nice music like the music doesn't annoy me I listen to it puts me in a good mood the colors yeah. are pretty the characters colors are pretty, are pretty. Yeah. yeah they are really pretty so like I like the heart scene that was good that, what? that one when, when I went through the hearts one that was that was a good time yeah and I like I just I just like them. I think they're fun. And um, so when they say the fun never ends, it's not an exaggeration. There are 5,000 puzzle levels and counting. There's always another update. And don't blame us if you spend a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, Frankie, I spend this time, but it's also social for me because I connect with you. I connect with my sisters. I connect with my niece yeah. who plays. And, you know, when we're all over the country and we're, we're segregated and we're all over the world, you and I, like, we can't even pop over and meet in Buffalo if we want. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know, and that stinks. So this is a really good way to beat the post-holiday blues. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's Friends Without the R, Best Fiends. Apple App Store or Google Play, Friends Without the R, Best Fiends. You will be glad you did. And Frank, I'm going to send you Yeah, that's the first game I've ever played. You're kidding That's the first game I've played. You're no, I mean, I played wrong. like poker or cards or something, but it's the first kind of game like that I've played. <clears throat> and I've tried to find other games just to see, and I can't stand any of them. This is the <laughs> only game I really like. It's fun. I don't know. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I do like it a lot. 
And you, and then you get, you get better at it. And as you get better yeah. at it, it gets a little more challenging, but not a lot more challenging. Like it doesn't frustrate me. It, it entertains me. It challenges right. me. It's like a little bit of brain candy. It's not so hard that I give up. And that's happened to me with other games, puzzle yeah. games. It's, it's too hard or it's too stressful. And this one's kind of exciting and fun. And I think the music, especially the music changes yeah. my state. So nice. go ahead, download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Now we were talking about beating the post-holiday blues. And those are natural, Frankie. Like there's, yep. there's lots of articles out there that say once the holidays are over, there's a letdown. Everybody has this feeling. It's natural. It's normal. You should expect it. But that doesn't mean you have to suffer through it. I think there's a lot of people too. also, um, you know, in addition to uh, just the normal holiday letdown, you know, with, with the pandemic being on and people being more and more isolated, um, there, there is a lot more depression out there right now. And we have to be cognizant of that and because, you know, to, to call our friends and to make sure people are okay. People don't want to burden other people when they realize that you're going through the same thing. You know, everybody, everybody's a little more stressed. Everybody has, you know, a bit, bit more isolated, but however, you know, don't think that you shouldn't call because you should call, you know, people you get isolated and you kind of tend to get even more isolated. And, and yet you really have to draw people out. I think it's more important to do that. I think so. And I think you feel better when you do, you know, like yesterday I got a phone call from a friend of mine that I hadn't spoken to from before Christmas. And she's our dog share lady. They're the family that deployed to Okinawa and we took the golden retriever and then they ended up being there for five years. So by the time they came back, the golden was that's you know, Goldie was, (laughs) yeah, she was like our dog and, you know, entrenched in the family. She knew her place. You know, she was a year old when we got her, when they were deployed. So what we've done, is we send Sally over for visits. It's almost like, you know, we're co-parenting or in a divorce situation, but a loving one. And so they called me because they, they drove to Montana to see their, their dad, uh, the, the dad's dad, sorry, he got, um, he got sick over the holidays. So they ended up driving home early, but they couldn't take Sally for the weekend in case they would make us sick or make the dog sick. And so one of the things that was interesting about the conversation is we talked on the phone for a whole hour. We have never talked on the phone for a whole hour because we live four houses apart. Right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it was, and it was such a, it made me feel so good after, but I never would have, I never would have picked up the phone to call her. Right. Or if she wouldn't have called me. She would have been like, hey, you know, got five minutes, I'll walk down or let's meet at the mailbox. You're going to get the mail. Let's walk to the mailbox together. You know, like the idea that we would call each other being four houses apart. Right. And she was talking about how stressed out she was, how depressed she was, and she doesn't see anybody. And here are friends right down the street that we can't see that I would never think of calling. So, you know, maybe there's something there. Yeah. And, you know, this year or last year, I should say 2020 was a year that so many people adopted pets. First time, first time pet owners, because they really needed somebody in their life to love and care for and be affectionate with. And especially if you're a single person, it's been very, very difficult for them, you know, um, to not have anybody to talk to in the house. And so they got a pet, and they become super important. 
And I hope well, that they, they continue to, be, to look after those pets after. Right. It doesn't have to be a dog or a cat. I can tell you, we have a dog and we have, we have two dogs. We have a lizard, a big, like two foot lizard. And my son has him on his shoulder while he does his homework. And, you know, granted a lizard wouldn't do it for me, Frankie, but he yes. is pretty cute. And I go in and I give him a yeah. walk now and then, and he gets all happy and he runs around his cage and he lifts his head up and he bobs like, Ooh, I see you. They're but adorable. I will tell you my little goldfish, my carnival goldfish that are still alive. Like, I think it's year six that these two carnival wow. and they're not even in a fancy tank. They're just in a great big, like great big, big flower vase, a huge yeah. one. Um, like it's like holds five gallons of water. They're literally in there, no bubbler, no anything. Every month I add some water. They're fine. They're happy. But when I come in, they come up to the top of the surface and they're looking for me for their food. And yeah. You know, it makes me feel good because I'm like, sometimes the only people in the house that see me are the goldfish. <laughs> well, you know what? Everybody, everybody needs somebody. That's for sure. Cliche as that may sound. I think that we all need somebody or somebody, you know, something. And just the fact that, you know, those fish are looking forward to you feeding them means that you have, you know, that you have a job to do. And we need that too. We need purpose and we need, you know, love and we need companionship and, you know, those are things that will make us feel better. Yeah. Well, and even, you know, and like one of the things that I was surprised about, because I think as we, we, you know, enter into 2021 and we're all still restricted in many ways, I'm finding that I'm finding enjoyment in surprising little things. Like I have these two Christmas cactuses that didn't bloom at Christmas and they're just starting to get their buds and one of them's white and one of them's pink. And I'm like, Ooh, maybe they'll bud by, by Valentine's day. And since I'm not running to every sport under the sun with my boys and I'm not trying, you know, I've, I've, I've started to order groceries. I've started to order things more online. I'm not driving and shopping as much. I'm actually able to look and notice these little buds coming out and, you know, I'm kind of excited for that. And it's like, <laughs> who would think, you know, yeah. and I remember growing up thinking we could go see this bird of paradise. We, we drove up to Niagara Falls to the, the oh, big, yeah? yeah, there's a big, um, like an arboretum or something indoor there. And they were talking about the bird of paradise is ready to bloom with my mom. I love bird of paradise. They're so beautiful. Well, they're so beautiful. And so my mom dressed all us kids up. We drove up to, to Niagara Falls, went across the border, got to see this bird of paradise, hothouse flower bloom. And what's funny, Frankie, is they're all over all over Europe. California yeah, yeah I know. Over. Like, <laughs> they're nothing and you know but I remember the excitement of this bird of paradise blooming and I'm seeing like I'm actually excited for these little flowers to bloom and maybe have some Christmas cactus. Is it the amaryllis that only comes like once, maybe every five years? Yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah, I had one of those ones that bloomed. <laughs> it died right away too, but it bloomed. And uh, yeah, I mean it's you're here. So yeah, you're at home and you, and you can, and, and we, we have slowed down quite a bit. Most of us have slowed down quite a bit and it's, you know, you can take in, take in certain things, but it also gives you a lot more time to think. So sometimes those thoughts are good thoughts and sometimes they're not good thoughts. And if you're running a loop of poor me, uh, we need to change that. We need to change our loop. And if you can recognize what, what's going on and what you're saying in your head, um, let's find a more positive thing to say and, and focus on. Absolutely. The other thing I've been using, Frankie, which I don't know, they're almost like a narcotic and you can find these, they're free <laughs> and they're not drugs, but they're called the solfeggio frequencies. And, you know, I, I was reading about these things going, okay, 
I don't know if this makes any sense, but then I found him on like YouTube, YouTube Music, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music. And I'm like thinking, hmm, okay, there's supposedly these healing frequencies. And so, you know me, I'm like, I have to go back and look at the 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 actual history of these. Mm-hmm. They go back like thousands of years. They're kind of really? like frequencies that you can find in like the Tibetan singing bowls. You know, they right. show up in the Gregorian chants and um, they have these different frequencies to like remove negative energy. There's a, a love frequency. There's a, you know, all these be like kind of balancing harmonics. And I've been doing them and I go to sleep so easily. Wow. I get into a meditative state so frequently or so easily and they're spelled it's a funny word so they're called solfeggio s-o-l-f-e-g-g-i-o frequencies and i i learned about the last part again the f starting with the f uh, s-o-l-f-e-g-g-i-o solfeggio frequencies and you can find them on youtube you can find them on spotify you can find them anywhere just google them and what I've been doing is they have like one for love. They have one for negative energy. They have one for all these things. So I've been playing around with them and I wear headphones to listen to them. So I get that full full effect. And I'm telling you, they do something magical in you. And when I studied the history and realized they went back to ancient times. And what was more interesting is modern day science has actually studied them because there's this one that says DNA repair. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me you cannot repair your dna with a frequency well (laughs) according to these studies online that i read they actually you know like did some things with this dna sequencing and they checked the oxygen level or they checked some level i forget what it was you guys can look it up but basically when they would play these frequencies the dna would respond differently So I'm like, okay, if it's been around thousands of years, they've been used by all these different peoples as part of healing. And you only have to go to YouTube or go to Spotify. That's where I listen to them and play them in your head and feel better. I'm all for that. And it's, it's, it's a very different feeling, Frankie. Like, I can't wait for you to try them. And then maybe we'll, we'll do a whole show on them and, you know, and kind of play them and, and share them. Um, but, you know, I used to have like my happy playlists, you know, like I have on my happy playlist, like your mama don't dance and your daddy yeah. don't rock and roll like that song. When it plays, I can't not get happy, tappy feet and want to get up and move around. This is the exact opposite. This is like a narcotic. And it's like all of a sudden you feel like your stress going away, your pain going away. It's really crazy. So I encourage wow. you to try them. Um you know, just pop on somewhere and listen to them and see what happens. Very cool. Thanks for that uh, tip. I'm sure, we'll all be thanking you for that. <laughs> yeah, because you know we all talk about about music and music changing our states, but there's absolutely it does so many different kinds of music, and there's so many different reactions to music. You know, like a love song could be one of your favorite songs in the universe, but then you get divorced, and now that love song is is only pain. Right. You know, and so these things, there's no music or there's no words, there's no lyrics. And it's kind of like you're going, you know, like, (laughs) but it's really fun. So I encourage you today, you know, sometime, you know, take a moment, but don't expect to run around and clean the house after because you will get into like the Zen, you know, like 
mood and you'll just feel really good. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. I was, I, I'm going to tell you guys, uh, just to change the topic up a little bit. I was super impressed with my daughter-in-law. She sent me this video. Now my, my grand, one of my granddaughters is two and she had placed out with tape on their floor, a whole, um, segment of, of, of way, like boxes and zigzags and things to move. And she had these cards. And so Emma would have to go and pick up a card, like, like this kind of a card, and it would say on it, okay, now crawl like a sloth. And so she would have to do that. Or, and then she'd go get it. She goes, I want another card. She'd go get another card. And it would say, you know, jump, uh, you know, jump for 10 or whatever. And it was a whole like course, mini course in, in their basement that she did. And I thought, wow, like, that's amazing that you came up with this and you did it and you do it for her first because she's not going outside. So she's getting, you know, a form of exercise, mental and physical exercise and creative. And- and creative and it's fun and she's having fun with her mom and so if you've got little kids at home and you don't know what to do with them like instead of sticking them in front of the tv try something like that it's a really cool like it's, it's laid down now for probably the next month you know a little obstacle but it's very well, very it's clever just tape and index cards like yeah you, just you tape and index cards you know, you don't need much. And, you know, that would be a great workout. I was thinking like, yeah. I could do that for me, Frankie, like, you know, put, put some tape together and, you know, like on my floor and, you know, and, and, you know, just make up some things and then roll a dice. And if I pick number six, I have to pick, you know, the card, the sixth card in the, yeah. know, whatever, and then do those things, you know, because it is hard. There's, there's no, um, there's no gym classes right now. I can't go work yeah. out. And I do have online classes. Like I subscribe to a couple of those different, you know, online, you know, workouts, but it's, it's just not the same by yourself. No, it's not. And you know, it's funny. Cause I got, I actually got all the kids from the six month up yoga, yoga mats and yoga books for their age group. And I thought you guys can, are all at home. You need to move. You need to do something. Here's something fun. Now Everest is six and I got, I got her, um, they have a spin, a spin yoga thing. So you spin the dial and it says, okay, now you got to do this, this pose. So it's almost like twister, right? Where you had to do the thing, but it's like, okay, you've got, now you got to do downward dog or now you got to do, you know, stand on one foot. Like it was, is she's like, like there's 26 different things she can do. And she's just like blown away by this. She goes, this is so much fun. And it is fun. Cause when you're by yourself, it's not fun. But, you know, somebody's saying, well, try this, try that. Uh, let's do this. And you could probably Zoom with a friend and do it, too. But, well, it, you know, something just to you have. Do, um, you can't go, like, where it's cold right now, it's snowy or whatever. Uh, you don't have to say no to exercise. No. And I think, you know, I'm finding, like, I moved my spin bike up into my bathroom because it is cold. It's cold and windy, you know, and my garage is really drafty. It's one of those things where it rattles, like, when the wind blows. And we're supposed to have gale force winds, you know, tonight, tomorrow, and the next day. And this way, you know, I can can do my spin, you know, exercise. And then the only thing is, Frankie, is I love to play loud music when I spin. And, like, I bought these new little headphones over over Christmas. Oh, they're Yeah. they're, they're cute they're like i they're like those fancy ones oh but yeah yeah a lot nice. cheaper but they have hooks that go over your ears because my my little in-ear ones fly out when i'm spinning so these ones are you know they hook over your ear um 
And, you know, it's a lot about just making the best of it and reminding yourself that this isn't going to last forever. Right. You know, my dad talks to me sometimes and your dad might too talk about World War II and how, you know, for years they lived in fear. And, you know, where was your dad in World War II? Was he here in the U.S.? Like my dad was here in Rochester, New York. He was in England. Well, he left in the beginning of the war. It was 35. So he he that's when he walked across Europe to England. So he was he was in England for most of the most of the war. So for the night of broken glass and, you know, things like that, you know, and, and you know, we've never had to deal with this for, for our generation, yeah. but it's not unheard of. You might this week, but it's not unheard of. Right. Yeah. You know, and I look at my friends, you know, who live in Israel, who live in Tehran, you know, who are subject to, you know, bombings and things, you know, and, and riots and, and, you know, terrible things on a regular basis. And, you know, we can learn a lot about, you know, resiliency. And, you know, I didn't even know what the word resilient meant, you know, so I started looking it up and you guys can find a great book by Dr. Stephen Sidoroff that I'm reading on resiliency. He didn't, you know, pay for promotion today, neither did the Solfeggio frequencies, Um, but they're just helpful. And when you, when you learn about what it means to be resilient and what you need to do, it helps. Like if our arm was broken, Frankie, we would, we would learn how to ice it and, you know, not ice it or, you know, heat it, whatever, all the things you need to do. Remind me of Victor Frankl. Yeah. I mean, that's resiliency. That's resiliency. You know, it's, it's, you, you make do and you do the best that you can with what you got. And like my dad, you know, he always said to me, anybody can do it with money. What can you do without? And to me, that was a form of resiliency too, because it, it was, you know, you have to rely on, on your brain and, and your creative energies and, you know, necessity is the mother of invention right. and all of that stuff to, to, you know, make things better for yourself. And instead of wallowing in, in pity or whatever, you say, nah, you know what, I'm going to pull up my bootstraps and see how, what I can do by myself with what I got. And let's just make the best of this. And that's kind of fun. It's a ch- fun challenge for me. I like, cause I like that. I like change and I like challenges. So that's kind of fun. But you know, my, I remember my, my ex-mother-in-law because she was a product of the depression. Every time she used tinfoil or every single time she used a baggie or whatever, it got folded up and put back in a drawer. She never threw that stuff out. And I, I go, why do you do that? Oh, because it was very sh- you know, they didn't have a lot of it. Oh, my mom used to have bags of coins hidden around the house. Like she would take these little baggies with a twist tie. And when she would get coins, she would put them in the bag. And when she died, we found like thousands of dollars, like stashed away everywhere, (laughs) you know, in, in her church coats, you know, she was, you know, a product of that. Um, you know, but one of the things too, and this was a funny challenge and I don't remember who taught me it. I wish I did. Cause I'd love to credit it. Cause it saved me a lot. They said, feel awful as bad as you can for, for one minute, just set your timer on your phone or your watch for one minute. And honestly, after about 20 seconds, you can't, yeah. you know, you yeah. just can't, you know, like, yes, you can re, you know, kind of re feel bad. But if I tell you to be as mad as you can for the next 30 seconds, you can't sustain it and you can't feel bad for the next 30 seconds, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, I, when I do that, I start to laugh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that reminded me of, of the other thing that we should, we could talk about is um, I, I, I mentioned just a little while ago about changing your thought, hearing your thoughts and changing your thoughts. And one of the things that you can do is to put an elastic band on your wrist. And when you catch yourself with a negative thought or an, I can't do this, or um, I feel bad for myself, snap it, just snap that rubber band. And I bet you by the end of the day, you're going to have a really sore red wrist. (laughs) And as you're catching yourself and when you catch it, reverse that thought, change the thought to a positive one. So it's like, oh, you know, poor me, I can't do this. You say, what can, then you ask yourself, what can I do? Oh, well, I could do that. Okay. So I can do X and, and, you know, just snap, be honest with yourself and keep snapping. And pretty soon you'll, uh, you'll snap yourself out of your, out of your poor me and woe is me moods. And you'll start to feel a lot better. And it works really, really well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's when I like to, you know, like when there's something I can't do. And, you know, this happened a lot with my kids with the gym, you know, being closed and their sports being closed. And they're like, we can't do anything. We can't do anything. So we started looking up like DIY, like do it yourself things. And I saw some guy, he took like a, just a pole, uh, you know, and he had like cinder blocks on the end of it and he's doing his weightless. Now they're not safe. You know, we want to be careful with all this stuff, but but there's all these different things that you can do, you can try. And yeah. even just changing up the things that you do um, and that you're frustrated about, you know, like I was so frustrated with the sheer amount of laundry mm. because we used to have this routine, Frankie, where where the kids would come home from their sports, the dirty clothes would go right into the washer, you know, both kids would come home. And when you've got a six foot five, one and a five foot five, one, and then I have my gym clothes from the gym, we had a load of gym clothes every day. Yeah. So now what's happening is everything's piling up in their rooms. They're still doing stuff, but we're not in that mode of coming back in. And so what I thought was interesting, I saw this thing on, on YouTube and they're like, just get a laundry basket for each kid and throw the whole kids thing in at once. So there's no sorting. And I know this sounds ridiculous. I've been doing laundry for 30 years. I don't sort, man. I just throw it all in too. Well, I used to throw everything in together because I felt bad running a small load or a medium load or whatever. Now I'm like, screw it. It can all go in a medium. And that way it goes in, you know, the kids throw it in and then whoever's next switches it. And then it comes out and they take their laundry basket up in their room and they've been living out of their laundry baskets. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they're too lazy to put it away. Right. And and part of there's part of me that's like I stopped folding and wrapping all of my workout wear. Like I would fold up my sports yeah. clothes, put them in my drawer. Then the next thing would be my tank tops and they'd all be in little tubes, you know, the Marie Kondo way. And then I would do the same with my leggings and roll them all up. And then I'm like, this is stupid. Like, so now I have three little laundry baskets at the back of my closet and I just, they're vertical, you know, and I throw my leggings in there because honestly, Frankie, my leggings are black, gray, navy blue. Yeah. And my sports bras are all white. So I throw them in a little, like the, it looks like a little wicker shoe box. So I throw them in there and then I took my socks and instead of lining all my socks up in little drawers, I took these, you know, another little like wicker bin so I can grab socks, my sports bras, legging, and it's clever because all that stuff is not, 
it doesn't wrinkle, you know, all of the wicking fabric. So I'm like, this is stupid. Why have I been wasting all this time? And with my little bins now, I'm really happy. And I put all my shoes, like my work shoes, since I'm not going to work in my dating shoes, I'm not dating. So I put them all in a box and I shoved them in the back of the closet and my little shoe racks that I have built in my closet, I put my sneakers. Yeah. So I grab a clean, fresh pair of sneakers because my feet really do stink, you know, or my spin shoes and I'm just grab, grab, grab. And I'm like, I probably save myself an hour and a half a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. You know, great, great tip. Great idea. And you're absolutely right. You don't need to shove that stuff in a drawer. Like you're going to use it every day. Just keep it handy. And, and the handier stuff is a lot of the times, the more likely you are to use it. Well, and I don't forget, like for me, I'm the shiny hubcap girl, like the hubcap rolls down the street, I run after it, you know, and that happens in my household. So like, I also, the other thing that I did, because this was really frustrating me, Frankie, I I bought all these supplements and weight loss things for January, like everyone else on the planet, but I put them in my living room because there was no room in my kitchen. And I'm like, I kept forgetting. So three days would go by and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be halfway through that cleanse. So (laughs) I cleaned out a bunch of my, like a whole shelf in my cabinet. And I put those dishes in the garage because they're really only used in the summer. They're my pool wear, like plastic stuff. So I'm like, we're not using them in the dead of winter. So I put them all up and I made my shelf. So now I get up in the morning, I open my shelf and there's my, you know, pre-made meals. There's my, you know, vitamin things. And then I bought myself one of those little $10 plug-in whizzers, you know, where you just uh, like a blender, not a great big thing. Yep. I I only need it for me. Like an immersion. Yeah. Just no, not even an immersion thing. It's like a little, it's a one cup blender. It's $19. Okay, cool you plug it in and you push the button and it blends it, but it's just, it won't blend like ice and it won't blend heavy fruit. But all I put in there is water and my protein powder. Right. Yeah. So, you know, like it's all for me. And I, cause I was like, Oh, I'm not going to want to wash out my big blender. Like that was a pain for like this teeny little, like eight ounces of liquid or 12 ounces of liquid and one protein powder. Yeah. I've got, I've got the Ninja, the little Ninja. And I love that too. Cause I I have a a smoothie every morning with my collagen powder and, um, I, I love it. And I know that, that even at Christmas, they had it on for in Canadian dollars for 40, which must've been like 30 in, in the U S. So it's, it's like a nothing. And that thing is awesome. It's a, it's, got, it's a workhorse and it's not hard. I just throw it in the dishwasher cause it's only, you know, this big. Right. That's it's just it's enough. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's it, you know, like as we're home working from home, I think it's a really good time to, you know, like you want to feel good, start reevaluating your system, start reevaluating yeah. what you're doing. Like, I know this sounds silly, but I moved my junk drawer in my kitchen because my silverware was like literally halfway across the, the kitchen, you know, and then the drawer that's literally right next to the, you know, and probably yeah. it was a misfire, you know, setting it up when we moved in, but I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I don't have to walk 10 feet to put the, you know, it's just little things like that, that I'm, I'm trying to go. It really makes you feel good after you do it too. Yeah. I cleaned out all this junk, number one, but number two, my dishes, putting the dishes away are faster. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Efficiency you know, so look good. at where you can improve when your life, when our life goes back to whatever it's going to be or becomes whatever it's going to be. We'll yeah. have all these systems in place in our house, you know, like just what's easier for you. Yeah. You got time right now. Yep. 
So do it and get everybody involved. Like ask, ask, you know, your kids, you know, what would, what would be a good system for this? Let them in on it. And, you know, uh, kids have great ideas. So allow them their input. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I did, Frankie, which I know is pretty silly, but I love it. I have a walk-in pantry and it's a big pantry and I love it, but I also have four different people in the house with four different eating conditions. I got one kid that's no gluten, one kid that's no sugar. Then I have my dad that is sugar, salt, and fat cholesterol. And then I have me who's just picky. So, <laughs> you know, we've got this whole thing and I, I put two old bookcases that I found downstairs in the garage and I put all my canned goods in the garage. Cause I was like, I don't need to store all these canned goods in my pantry. So I have just the stuff that I use regularly. Right. And then if I'm making a recipe, I can walk out in the garage and look at my pantry out there. And I also, with these bookcases, it was enough to for me to put extra tissues, extra toilet paper, extra paper towels, and extra paper products so that I'm finding I don't have to go to the store as much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these little improvements, like if we can find ways to improve our day, improve our life. And then the last thing that I want to share is I've found, since I'm not running around like a lunatic, you know what I get to light in my office or light in my bedroom every now and then? A simple little candle. I love them. Yeah. And they smell so good. And they're all on, you know, everything's on clearance this time of year. And, you know, the things that we were too busy to enjoy, like kind of the stop and smell the roses kind of thing, Mm -hmm. we can look and go, well, how do I make, like for me, how do I make my office more enjoyable? I got myself a little candle and I got myself a little, you know, music player. Cause if I play music on my computer while I'm working, um, sometimes it, it slows my computer down. So I'm like for 10 or 12 bucks, I got a little Bluetooth speaker. So those two little things made it more enjoyable. So look at not what you can do for your family. How about <laughs> just this week? Go, what can I do for me? Because one of my mom friends told me, Frankie, she takes the second week of January off for her. Nice. Like she orders in food or she preps ahead of time and she doesn't do all the things she does. And she, she gets her hair done, even if she has to do it herself because you can't go out. But she's like, that's the week for me. Because from the two weeks before Thanksgiving to the two weeks after Christmas, She's like, I am full bore mom mode. And so she's like, that's my vacation. And she goes, I try to leave the house. I go, you know, might go to the beach, you know, by myself for the day, but it's my momcation. And I thought that was really cool. It is really cool. Yeah. You know, yesterday I had, I had um, my son and, and, and wife and, and granddaughter over, and I wasn't really planning on having them over, but thank goodness I had gone to the store in the morning and I, I had been craving beef dip for some reason I just wanted this beef dip so I got her a, a, a roast a chuck roast and I put it in my slow cooker which I don't usually use I don't really like how my food comes out but honest to god it was the very best thing I've ever eaten Dan was like we're having this every weekend mm-hmm. uh, until we're sick of it and it was like to die for this food was amazing sandwiches with you know oju. honest to god like I didn't realize that my slow cooker could do that <laughs> So my advice is check out how it's the first time I've entertained and not done anything. It was like, oh, wow. I go, oh, I'll make some blondies. And I made a blondie and, you know, all, all great stuff for my diet that I'm on. However, um, 
everybody enjoyed it and and they went home happy and full so you got to enter if you have to entertain sometimes it's really nice not to do anything yeah well that's the the upside like when I look at the upside like you know when we talked in the beginning we talked about all the negatives for you know the holiday season you know the upside was I got a lot more sleep I got to sit by my fireplace and my Christmas tree and read like that Mm -hmm. never happens like that hasn't happened since before I had kids yeah 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 you know so well you guys just make the best of it and know that you have people who are going through the same thing as you are Mm -hmm. and that we're all struggling in different ways but that it's going to be okay yeah, you know, if people want write to you and and they go, oh, but how would you do this or how would you do that? Write to Sandra, and you know we can always do another show on, and we'll t- tell you exactly how we'll get through that. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, because we're nothing if not resilient, and we're go to girls and creative. And, yes, yep. And we want to thank you guys for listening all through 2020 and into 2021. Motherhood this year, Frankie is, I think, adding. It's either its tenth or eleventh year. I mean, how exciting! Nice. Is that? Yeah, that's fair. Congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. All right, you guys. Well, check out Best Fiends at the Apple thank App you. Store and Google Play. You'll be glad you did. Feel free to reach out to me or Frankie with your questions, and we'll do another episode on how to overcome common obstacles in your life. We'll be back again next week. Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Join us again. We've got something you won't want to miss. Motherhood Talk Radio is a production of Beck Multimedia.